1: Rendo, Steve here, LR, and welcome back to Going and Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. This is one of those emergency uh, the situations here where something happened. We hadn't planned on doing a show today because we have a count out up right now, which is the yeah. top, top 10 worst WWE name changes. You can check that yeah, out. Yeah, right go now. watch it, please. That's a long one. This is going to be a short one
2: yes. uh,
1: because word came down today that Triple H is back as head of talent relations. So uh, get this, back on June 24th, Post Wrestling's John Pollock reported that Triple H spoke at a meeting at the Dabbed E Performance Center and told those in attendance, I'm back. But it was kind of unclear at the time what exactly that meant. Uh, Today we found out WWE announced that, quote, effective immediately, Paul Levesque will resume his executive position as uh, EVP, Talent Relations the game commented on his return, saying this. I look forward to returning to my prior position as head of talent relations. I'm healthy, fired up, and ready to take charge. Uh, so according to Fightful Select, Triple H's return marks the end of Bruce Pritchard's brief tenure as interim head of talent relations and would also seem to indicate that John Laurinaitis, the former head of talent relations who is currently under investigation by the E Board, is finished with the company. Fightful spoke with talent regarding the move and all indicated, quote, they all got along well with Triple H. One source told Fightful that Triple H is, quote, approachable, gets back to talent, understands what they're going through, and doesn't give them the, we'll see, answers.
2: So, sounds like an upgrade. Yes. Uh, every indication we've gotten of late is that uh, uh, Laurinaitis is not well-liked. Yeah, he's crap. Simulate Triple H is well-liked. Uh, so I think in terms of corporate culture huge improvement, especially for the perspective of talent. That's gotta be
1: that's gotta be, like, priority number one with all this Vince stuff and the Johnny Ace stuff, right? Like, improving corporate, corporate culture. I'm not even talking about necessarily, although it's a big one, the whole, you know, power dynamics of, uh, of like, you know, chairmen's, you know, consorting with staff members and then paying them off to, to say nothing and then passing them off, apparently, to Johnny Ace. Um, I'm also sort of talking about, like, the, the the whole thing and I know look I know this is not exclusive to WWE but I was thinking about this today and especially given Triple H's uh, health issues he suffered the cardiac event uh, mm-hmm. I don't know over the past twelve months it was it, it was last September yeah okay so it wasn't it we'll wasn't say. a year ago I don't think yeah um, yeah because it happened right around the time of the NXT rebrand yeah mm-hmm. um I wonder if that event if that thing Caused him to sort of rethink, okay, maybe meetings at two o'clock in the morning, which apparently is one of the things that drove Bischoff. One of the probably several things that drove Bischoff away. Yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. Look, if I'm having dinner at seven o'clock with my wife, I don't want to have to immediately pick up the phone and have a three hour meeting with Vince. And I don't want to have to wake up at two o'clock in the morning. And I wonder, you got to think that maybe, maybe uh, uh, that kind of culture where it's you're always tied to your job, no matter what Vince wants, uh, might be hopefully something that they focus on as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But another thing that obviously can be looked at is this is uh, totally a power play from Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) I say that half jokingly, but yeah, she is the current interim CEO. And yeah, there's a case to be made that she might end up being
2: permanent CEO When did is
1: settled on this investigation? What are your thoughts on that?
2: No, that's entirely possible. uh, You know, I don't know about the the power play so much. You know, it could entirely be. Um, uh, But, you know, this this is a role Triple H used to fill um, prior to his title, which was like uh, EVP Global Strategy and something else. I can't Mm -hmm. remember what the full title was. It was long, and and I wasn't quite sure exactly what it meant because I'm not that smart. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, as I said previous, it seems like Triple H is well-liked, especially uh, we've seen the relationship he's had with people that were in NXT. Mm -hmm. You know, it seemed like a family there. People would go and confide in him, express their frustration and he wouldn't blow them off. He would seemingly listen and and try to maybe give them uh, some some comforting words or some advice, Mm -hmm, Um, you know, because, yeah, he had a wildly successful career, but it wasn't always easy for him. Yeah right um you know especially early on uh, and and he's been through a lot of struggles I'm sure a lot of these wrestlers are going through mm-hmm. um hopefully nothing a uh, major drop there Steve no it was just a mic
1: stand sorry I try to get my All water right. here and then everything else there collapsed
2: you go. um so again it just seems like from the perspective of talent I would think this move alone would uh, improve the morale knowing okay we got an issue we could take it to Paul we could take it to Hunter yeah and he'll listen and he'll maybe address it and it'd yeah. be interesting to see cuz one aspect of his job of course is 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 it's in the job title relating the talent on the cur- currently on the roster mm-hmm, yeah he's also uh, involved now or uh, once again in terms of recruiting and bringing in new talent mm-hmm, yeah. so it'd be interesting to see if especially with Vince no longer uh, acting in the CEO role, if they'll pivot a little bit away from focusing nearly exclusively on collegiate talent, yeah, and start bringing in more indie names for these tryouts that are, happen- that are happening. You know, Power Play is a, is just a
1: dramatic way of saying new uh, leadership comes in and they start, as is their purview, molding the company. In a way that they seem most fit for success, mm-hmm. and their vision, and, yeah, and and when you watch things like Succession, it's it's all very dramatic, mm-hmm. but the bottom line is Triple H was not in a position that he's in now, and, and his wife is is in charge, and and it seems I don't know that this would have happened. Well, we can kind of say this wouldn't have happened if Johnny Ace, uh, uh if if Vince McMahon rather, if this investigation of the allegations hadn't come out. Because it would be the status quo. Johnny H would still be in that position. And I mean, you know, they can. Everybody sort of on the record has spoken about the NXT rebrand and how it was necessary, et cetera, et cetera. And I think one of the names that stands out with all that was Regal, who said after he was done with WWE, Mm -hmm. who doesn't seem like a Burning Bridges kind of guy anyways. No, but you know he said yeah we once AEW happened it seemed necessary to sort of look at NXT and say okay well is it kind of redundant now is it always going to be you know on the losing end of this impossible AEW war just because of the the the, the resource dynamics in WWE versus what is doing mm-hmm. um and but you do have to wonder i don't know how much of that you know Triple H obviously loved what he was doing in yeah. the black and gold brand and so yeah the the point of him now you know, being back in charge of uh, of of finding the talent and green-lighting the talent and looking towards the future, um, you'd think it's going to be different. You can even point to the words that Ember Moon had, I'm sorry, Athena now, had about her time as Ember Moon when they were like, hey, everybody needs to dress like Mandy Rose now. Even though Mandy Rose is a unique character and that fits her, but that mm-hmm. shouldn't be everybody's thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um and that was a John Laurinaitis it seemingly was a John Laurinaitis thing. Yeah. Um everybody has to be sexy. And and w- under Triple H's reign you could see that he preferred a variety where you do what's best for the character. And I'd love to see, you know, that philosophy even if it's just backstage change to to mm-hmm. to that because everybody seemed to love working yeah. at the black and gold brand when Triple H yep. was in charge. Um, yep. And and honestly, that sort of matters most. But yeah, see, it it sounds like one thing they need to focus on is just the culture. You know, when, mm-hmm. when Meltzer uh, reported on the three uh, individuals backstage that he talked to, um, one person said, you know, nobody wants to get in trouble by talking about it, so we don't talk yeah. about it. Yeah. And then somebody else said, uh, you know, we, we all – Oh, I, I forget what it was, but it was basically three illustrations of just shitty corporate culture where yeah, you have yeah. to dance on eggshells around everything.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so, uh, so yeah, it it does. This was, I don't know, I, I'm not going to use the word shocking at all, but this was very interesting because it seemed like one thing that Triple H was saying is, you know, I'm, I've because of the heart condition, you know, I've moved on to different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And honestly, doesn't this make it seem more like Vince was just in his in the way of doing this of of of, of Triple H? I mean, it did seem a, like a bit of a demotion, anyways. Uh, back when he was replaced from this role,
2: yeah, maybe I know um, you, you could view it as as that because I'm not sure in totality Triple H and Vince's visions for the future of WWE and NXT lined up. Right. Yeah. That's, to a degree, that's obvious. And yeah. what does Vince do? He surrounds himself with Mm -hmm. yes, men. Yeah. You know, the joke is yes, men. (laughs) Yeah. The joke is he vince like knows and trusts like three people, Mm -hmm. you know, and and he keeps them around because I'm sure to various degrees, they tell him what they what he wants to hear. They validate him Yeah, and validate his opinion and vision. And if 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 he's feeling challenged by somebody and doesn't want that challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Um so
1: it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I'll be honest, man. I would I would actually be especially especially given the more recent allegations. Um I would be I would actually be pretty shocked if he if Vince McMahon came back into power. I I honestly think it's going to go the other way as opposed to to that way. Even though Vince is a very strong individual. He's a very powerful guy who knows how to play the game. Um but it would not shock me at all if this ended up being a long-term situation for Stephanie and Triple H, just given how mm-hmm. things seem to be shaken out. I was actually kind of surprised when Vince did step away that there was such unanimous love and support for Stephanie, mm-hmm. um, just because I had never really heard that
2: before. Um, I mean, I'd never heard the opposite of that. Well, I mean, like just a couple of weeks prior, there was all those rumors that, she, you know, there were people within the company that were leaking that she – as they were putting it, not very good at their job.
1: And when you hear that kind of stuff, you 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 automatically go to the more dramatic elements. And I mean, you know, as much as we'd like to think, oh, corporate culture is probably pretty boring, I don't know. It probably is kind of cutthroat, and especially in, in the wrestling yeah. business. And you have yeah. even when your own family's involved, and we've seen what happened with Shane McMahon. I mean, that alone mm-hmm. is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would be kind of surprised. If Vince found a way to go back to what he was doing to to the power situation, if that means he'd stay, you know, head of creative. I don't know. I kind of feel like his time with the company in total is limited because he can't mm-hmm. be head of creative and have that relationship with the talent. If if that seven and a half million dollar payout is is true. Yeah. If all that yeah. stuff actually happened, you can't have the relationship with talent where you're you're guiding their creative and, and be able yep. to have an honest rapport with them or even a proper employee employer uh relationship i know they're not actually employers or or employees but um you you know what i mean yeah um that power dynamic is just immediately too toxic if that's true it really is yeah yeah uh so i don't know it's 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 of my opinion that vince is probably going to be gone and they're sort of putting everything into place uh to 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 for the new normal going forward but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Vince has some tricks up asleep. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh so that'll be interesting. Uh anything more to add
2: to this? Not. Nope. I I imagine through the weekend and, and on Monday we'll uh we'll get some more information about maybe this evolving dynamic going on backstage and, and once we hear more, we'll relate that to everybody.
1: Absolutely. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
2: Hey what's up everybody
1: this is Stone Carl Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support going in Ron and club at patreon.com forward slash steven larson they got bonus episodes and free audio a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news and a bunch more patreon.com forward slash steven larson go support or get hit with a stutter